An essay entitled, Perpetually in Apparatus of Things. An essay in response to Walker Percy's 1974 essay, The Loss of the Creature. This essay is dated as July 13th, 2017. As egregious as it sounds, there is a phenomenon that expresses an individual's failure to see things for what they are and of his or her inability to even detect such failure at all. Such a phenomenon is explored in depth in Walker Percy's 1974 essay, The Loss of the Creature, as the accomplished writer posits that mankind is largely disconnected from the world. And although some individuals may have a small clue about this disconnection, they are nevertheless far from being anywhere near to a full comprehension of it. In part one of the essay, Percy introduces the role of the expert, or the knower, in a worldly setting, and how efforts utilized to engender a sovereign experience within a person merely fail to do so. In part two of the essay, Percy further introduces the role of this expert or knower in the classroom setting and how efforts adopted to create a sovereign experience for the student also fall short, short in doing so. There is a preformed symbolic complex or previously gained knowledge, as Percy argues, that individuals use to compare their experiences with and then accordingly become bereft of their sovereignty. Because Walker Percy formulates examples of individuals who exclusively fall victim to this preformed symbolic complex and assumes the nature of such individuals, his characterization, or better, his creation of titles, results in his absence in recognizing special scenarios that which counter his claims. In the first part of the text, Percy uses a handful of examples to communicate his position on man's disconnection from the world. However, for the purposes of this essay, a focus on one example is needed. Under the scenario given by the author, a native New Mexican trudging through the desert may, quote, occasionally come across strange-looking artifacts which are fallen from the skies and which are stenciled Return to U.S. Experimental Project, Alamogordo, Reward. The finder returns the object and is rewarded, end quote, Percy 7. The individual in the described scenario, deliberately or not, surrenders his sovereignty. The means to discover an authentic experience. Percy asserts that because this mysterious object is tagged, the finder, almost immediately upon reading the stencil tag, ceases to be perplexed by the object's peculiar nature and instead is focused on returning the object and gaining that reward. In this example, the stencil tag is that thing that robs the new Mexican of the oven an authentic experience. It can be argued that without the tag, he might stumble across the mysterious object the way a young child might discover anything peculiar. 
who by nature does not possess a multitude of previous experiences that which would otherwise influence his analysis on such peculiarity. Alas, as profound as the author's example is, he gives the title Native New Mexican as the sole description of the finder, thus causing himself to only consider one version of a native New Mexican. Although Percy stresses the recovery of sovereignty and the importance of recovery itself all throughout the text, he too surrenders his sovereignty to such preformulations that he first warns us of. To expound, the previous paragraph in this essay explored his take on how a native from New Mexico behaves when discovering an artifact. But Percy assumes one too many qualities about such a native. Because the described finder is a native New Mexican, the only assumption clear of a preformed symbolic complex is that he is a citizen of the United States, since this is what it means to be native-born. It is true that every citizen of the United States is subject to gaining an education and learning the English language. However, it is incorrect to assume that every person becomes educated. One might come across a United States-born individual who can speak English but cannot read English, or more unlucky, can neither speak nor read English due to cases such as poverty or disease or some barrier that prevents that person from such enterprises. It appears that the only native-born New Mexicans whom Percy has knowledge about are all proficient in the English language, are indifferent when discovering mysterious artifacts, and return property of the United States government, as he proclaims that, quote, the finder returns the object and is rewarded. He knows nothing of the nature of the object he has found and does not care to know. The sole role of the native, the highest role he can play, is that of finder and returner of this mysterious equipment. End quote. Percy 7. The author's argument for this native's highest role gives note that he himself has preconceived ideas of the nature of a New Mexican, that which consequently influences his idea of how any New Mexican should be. In the second part of the text, Walker Percy takes his idea of this preformed symbolic complex and advances it as the educational package, or the way education is administered within the school system. The educator's job is to enhance or aid the educational process, but Percy insists that for a Harvard sophomore taking English Poetry too, even the media through which the Shakespearean sonnet is transmitted forges a symbolic package that conclusively obscures the sonnet itself. Percy argues that, by this, the university student surrenders her sovereignty and becomes a consumer, whereas the consumer gains satisfaction not from the thing itself, but from the approval of the expert, or in this case, the professor, who verifies that thing as authentic. The scholar no longer views the classic poetry for as for what it was. Now, reading the sonnet is her homework. As she reads the sonnet, her main experience is based on obtaining answers for her assignment. Again, Percy gives the title, Harvard Sophomore Taking English Poetry 2, 
as the sole description of the student, which causes himself to only consider a single version of this Harvard student. Percy does not approach his own ideas as a sovereign knower, when he makes the mistake of assuming the very nature of the student in his example, after giving her the previously mentioned title. The author speculates qualities about the student based off of his own pre-existing ideas of how a scholar should be. Although to attend a prestigious school such as Harvard, it is fair to expect that the university student is likely very bright. Percy's interpretation of a Harvard sophomore who is taking, taking poetry too is one that presumes the student has come across Shakespeare's work at some point in her life and has, to some degree, studied a poet's work in the previous classroom. The only way for someone to carry any preconceived ideas about anything is from his or her prior exposure to the thing itself. The only way for this Harvard student to form expectations about how a Shakespearean experience should be is from acquiring knowledge about the poet and his work through former exposure of the classical poetry. In a special case, however, such a student could be of any major, mechanical engineering perhaps, and be taking poetry too, merely as a required upper division humanities course, in which the said student has no incentive for classical English poetry other than the now required class. Of the many versions, the particular type of Harvard student indeed holds the ability to approach classical poetry as a sovereign knower, and is free of any Shakespearean preformulations. Nonetheless, under the title that he gives to characterize a scholar, Percy additionally surrenders his sovereignty to pre-existing ideas of the nature of a Harvard student taking English poetry too, which further influences his interpretation on how any Harvard student should interact with sophisticated poetry. Throughout his essay, Percy gives examples that aid his argument on how people possess the inclination to compare their experiences to the preformed symbolic complex, which were found to potentially blind a person from getting at or experiencing the real thing. The phenomenon that Percy so fruitfully explains and argues is like an apparatus in which one finds it difficult to determine whether he or she is in it or is removed from it. Even great thinkers and writers such as Walker Percy find difficulty and fall victim to this preformed symbolic complex. This alarming intransparency within the preformed symbolic complex apparatus brings questions such as how does one know that he or she has fallen victim to preconceived ideas? Is it always a terrible thing? What is the good and what is the bad? Perhaps. One has to be careful to not assume all things, or to not assume at all.